the Broncos Blitz podcast with Ronnie K. Welcome to the Broncos Blitz, Mile High Sports, AM 1340, FM 104.7. You can uh, follow me on Twitter. My name is Ronnie Cord, R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K, radio on Twitter. Got a uh, lot to t- unpack today on the podcast. Of course, the uh, uh, Broncos getting a win against those Chargers. Uh, we'll talk about the most, what are you most thankful for? When it comes to the Broncos as well, too, as it's a it's a live edition and you can interact on Twitter because, of course, this is the holiday week. What are the most what are you most thankful for as a Broncos fan or maybe a Denver sports fan, period? What are you most thankful for? And uh, I'll give you some of mine. We'll go over Vance Joseph's comments today because they were quite eye opening, at least some of them. Uh, and some other goodies and a recap, of course, of the Broncos' win against the Chargers. They win on that last-second field goal, 23-22, to a game that, uh, look, they didn't look good for about three quarters, but I tell you what, and, and this is one of those wins that, and I hate to be the Debbie Downer right off the bat, but I think this is more of the Chargers losing the game than the Broncos winning the game. But the bottom line is that you do collect a win and you are now four and six. Uh, so certainly Denver rebounding. And I'll and I'll say that it's funny. I'm going to start this by crediting Vance Joseph because I don't usually get to do that. But give credit to Vance Joseph because his players are still playing hard. This is a team that is not going to make the playoffs, but yet the team is still playing hard. They are still playing with 100% effort, and they knock off a team that, quite frankly, I think many would agree is far better than them. Now, I think the Chargers may be a little bit more on the overhyped side, but certainly this is a team at 7-2, at and two, was 7-2, and two, were favored by everybody else. I think the line was 7.5 against the Broncos, and they come out with a win. Uh, Case Keenum was stellar on that final drive, 5-for-5. Five five. Uh, of course, had the sixth completion as well, too, to Tim Patrick. That ticky-tacky call uh, in the win. By, by the way, the officiating. Uh, and I'm not one to usually talk about officiating, too. I, I Generally, I, I believe you don't win or lose games by officials. But, boy, they were very poor on both sides. Uh, both L.A. and Denver benefited from some very, very interesting calls that I probably would not have made myself. But anyways, uh, regardless, Denver gets the win. They're now 4-6, and six, and of course, the Steelers are uh, next up on the docket. Of course, it's the Broncos Blitz, uh, presented by our friends over there at Bespoke Edge. Love those guys. So if you're like me, you know, I'm not the greatest at the clothing thing, guys. I have to be honest. And so it's one of those things where I need help. I need advice from some of the best. And, of course, they were awarded the Reader's Choice for Best Men's Boutique by 5280 Magazine in that annual uh, Top of the Town lineup. I love that, that Top of the Town lineup. It's great stuff. So, of course, you need a suit, wedding season. Now, if you follow some social media accounts of some athletes, some of the off-season athletes, particularly our Colorado Rockies, you're seeing a lot of the wedding season, S-Z-N. Season, uh, lots of weddings. So you go on over and check out my friends over there at Bespoke Edge, and of course they've got gift cards for the holiday season too. That's the beautiful thing. If like if you have that that brother or sister, that's like you know you kind of got to work on your your dress your dress up situation here. You you you're looking like a hobo every day, bud. But you don't want to tell them because you love them. Go grab a gift card over there from Bespoke Edge. 
Uh, you can check them out at bespokeedge.com. And that's kind of like, it's kind of like a real soft way of saying, hey, go, go get one of those fancy suits. So a lot of good stuff over there. Be sure to check it out, bespokeedge.com. Uh, so the Broncos get to win some comments from Vance Joseph, uh, but we're going to get to uh, what we're thankful for. But uh, I do want to tell you that comments from Vance Joseph, including injury report stuff is coming up as well, too. But what are you thankful for? You know, because it's Thanksgiving week. What are you thankful for as a Broncos fan? And which Broncos players are you most thankful for in 2018? Uh, on Twitter, at Ronnie K Radio is where you can get your responses in. Uh, that's also at Mile High Sports. Uh, do want to read some of these. Denbron77 says, I'm thankful for Chris Harris Jr. and taking the hometown discount and really stepping up in the community. One of the best Broncos ever. I'm also thankful for Rick Upchurch. He made me a football fan and of this team. I agree with uh, Denbron. Chris Harris Jr. and the work he does in the community in particular, because look, not only is he a great player, uh, he is very well entrenched in this community. Of course, he had an interception yesterday against Phillip Rivers, a, a, a tremendous Bronco, and and really is one of those Broncos that, you know, if, if you had a, a daughter or a son that's like seven or eight coming up this Christmas season, and you want to you wanna get them a jersey of a Denver Bronco, a, a jersey of a player that exemplifies everything that you should be in a pro athlete. Chris Harris Jr. would be the name I would mention because he is a tremendous player on the field and he's a tremendous person off the field. Diesel Suit says, I'm thankful for a first-class organization courtesy of the Bolin family because without his running ability and style, there may not have been a win in Super Bowl 32. Uh, of course, first Super Bowl victory in franchise history, which, of course, then led to Super Bowl 33 against Atlanta. And, quite frankly, Super Bowl 50 as well, too. Uh, very thankful for the Bolin family. And, 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 and more in particular, too, I think it's magnified over the last couple of years because this is a team that I don't want to say has lost its vision, but it feels a little loosey-goosey. At the top, and maybe that trustee, and maybe the guys who are pulling the triggers are making every decision in the mind of what Pat Bowlin would have, but you can't be quite sure. You really can't. So I am very thankful for the Bowlin family. I'm going to give you some of mine, but we'll list off here really quickly. Uh, Nero says thankful for Von Miller, who of course had the interception, a huge turnaround game uh, in that LA Chargers game. Uh, Tom Wynn says Philip Lindsay. Terry says Von Easley. Diamond Rattler lists off like every player possible. So he's very thankful for all the Broncos players here on the Broncos Blitz, of course, presented by Bespoke Edge. Um, I, I am thankful for Peyton Manning because you are really now seeing two years removed how much he meant to that offense from just being obviously Peyton Manning, the Hall of Fame quarterback that he is, but hiding the soft spots or the weaknesses that this team had, particularly on the offensive line. Very thankful for him. And look, I think we all were very appreciative of what he did, but maybe a little bit more magnified knowing that now he is gone and we've had to deal with Trevor Simeon 
and Mark Sanchez, who, by the way, is no longer a free agent, signed by Washington today. Uh, and then there was Brock Osweiler and Paxton Lynch. Oh, oh sends chills up my spine. Uh, so I'm very thankful for Peyton Manning. I'm very thankful as well, too, for the the 2018 rookie draft class. I'm going to give it to I'm going to be I'm going to give my thanks to all of them because they really have been and and look, I'm in the locker room post game, I'm at the games and practices and all that. Um they they show so much maturity. And, and they're obviously very good on the field. I mean Bradley Chubb collects the sack yesterday. Philip Lindsay is just lighting the NFL world on fire. Everybody is figuring out what we've known since what? South I mean, really, really, he has just been a spectacular player, and now the NFL world is finding out. But from them to to Royce Freeman, to Deshaun Hamilton, Josie Jewell, I, there's just so much maturity, in, and I can appreciate that so much because I think there's so many rookies who come into an NFL world, and, and some of them who may be on the more talented side, maybe with a little bit of, yes, I respect the veterans, but man, I'm a good player too. I'm not going to let these guys push me around. And these guys are just so mature. And they get it. They get what it's like to be in the NFL. And they're, they're all in their rookie year. It's incredible to watch from Cortland Sutton to Bradley Chubb. They get it. And they're not only good people, uh, uh, good players, but they're good people too. Uh, so really excited to see where they go. So that's kind of our theme today is, what are you thankful for as a Broncos fan? Which Broncos players are you most thankful for? Uh, Logan Aselius chipping in here. Uh, of course, the uh, Broncos Blitz presented by Bespoke Edge. Who are you on the Broncos side most thankful for? Maybe a Bronco player. Uh, Broncos-wise, I'm thankful for the fact that, you know, growing up and just seeing a stout team growing up the whole time, I mean, you just see a fan base that it's kind of like the New England Patriots where they represent a whole region. The Broncos represent a whole, the whole Rocky Mountain region yes. where you hear stories of, you know, season ticket holders coming in from Montana yes. to Utah. Montana, Utah, all Arizona, over. all that. And that, yeah, that, that is awesome. And uh, I, I'm thankful to see that the Broncos have that kind of an impact to so many players just out or people, I should say, outside of the state of Colorado. I mean, it's amazing. Um, as far as players that I'm thankful for, uh, I'm thankful to see a guy get an opportunity that wasn't invited to the draft uh, combine, wasn't even drafted, and Philip Lindsay putting his full athletic ability mm. on display. It just goes to show that, you know, sometimes people get it wrong. Scouts, evaluators, but the sometimes, bottom, sometimes, a lot of times, the bottom, <laughs> line, the bottom line is he's also a football player. Seeing yeah. him play in the preseason when he was on special teams, making tackles. He's the guy that will raise his hand and say, I'll do whatever you need me to do. And it's paying off dividends and, right now. And uh, on social media, he's getting a lot of love. Uh, and again, you can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K Radio on Twitter. Where, uh, What are you thankful for? He's getting a lot of the love. Uh, left of the Porch on Twitter says, most thankful for pass rush and run game. Still love Chris Harris Jr. as well, too. Uh, Chris Harris Jr., of course, a fan favorite. And, and we talked about him earlier in the segment. Just one of those just good people. Good, good people. Uh, Vance Joseph, of course, this morning or uh, this afternoon, wherever way you want to call it, had his uh, press conference, kind of talked about some of the things that happened 
yesterday in the win. Now, it is official. Max Garcia is going to go on IR. Uh, they will host a workout for five players tomorrow to fill that open spot in the number 53, basically. Uh, Vance Joseph, now, there was there was a moment in the Chargers game where Vance Joseph uh, was put in a very, uh, very interesting situation where, of course, on the two-point conversion, Case Keenum, it's a case keeper, which I, I hate the play call, by the way. Absolutely hate the play call, but that's a whole other story for a whole other day. He reaches for the goal line. It appears via instant replay. It's pretty clear Case Keenum crossed the plane. That's a two-point conversion. That would have made it 22-22 in such a tie game. Instead, it was ruled short. Now, that's not a scoring play, which means it is not automatically reviewed. Thus, to trigger a challenge or a review, Vance Joseph has to do so himself by throwing the little, you know, the little red bloody hanky. You want to call it that. Uh, Joseph's reasoning today, he mentioned, uh, was that the official should have called the two-point conversion successful so it would automatically reviewable and they could get it right. Uh, it was close enough, he believed. Uh, but by calling it short, Joseph had to challenge. He didn't and didn't want to risk losing a timeout. I, I don't know if it's just Joseph not pulling the trigger or if it's just guys upstairs feeding him wrong info. I, I just don't understand why he is so bad in so many ways when it comes to challenging plays. I don't get it. And look, the decisions, it's funny too because like Joseph in that situation, a aggressive coach should have challenged. A, a, a desperate coach coaching desperately, which is exactly what Vance Joseph is, should have challenged that. But he didn't. Earlier in the game, fourth and one, very much in field goal range. I think it was like a 35-yarder. This was earlier in the game, I believe, first quarter, where Denver could have taken the points. Instead, Denver elects to go fourth and one. If you remember, they run Phillip Lindsay. Lindsay does two jump cuts. He is, he is stopped short. Denver turns the ball over. In that situation, you should have taken the points. Kick the field goal. That is a chip shot for Brandon McManus. You take the three points because you know... It's going to affect you down the line. But instead, the desperate coach, coaching desperately, decided to go for the fourth down. He falls short. It's funny that that Vance, is. <laughs> it's, it seems like every single call is, it's totally opposite of what he should be doing. It's just, it's mind-blowing. And look, Denver gets the win because the Chargers beat themselves. Okay, the two turnovers were absolutely costly. In particular, the Von Miller interception, which I don't want to discredit what Von Miller did. That was an incredible read off the screen. But let's just say they complete that screen pass for, say, 10 yards. They are in field goal range then, already up to possessions, and are looking basically for the kill shot. Instead, Vaughn gets the interception. He takes in another 30-so yards, puts Denver in position. They score a touchdown. Uh, they get a three and out on defense on the other end, and it's a whole different ball game. Denver wins the game a little bit later. So a huge mon monumental game-changing play from Vaughn Miller, who we, I think, should all be thankful for as we continue that thankful theme.
that was a tremendous play by Vaughn that completely changed the game, not because of a pass rush or a strip sack, but by an interception that essentially swung the pendulum back in Denver's favor. The Chargers continued to kick themselves or shoot themselves in the foot, and Denver sneaks away a win. So it was quite the interesting one. Uh, Vance also mentioned that uh, he was quite embarrassed with how they played on third downs. Uh, And Bradley Roby is in the concussion protocol. So something to mention for sure. So, of course, you can interact on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K, Radio on Twitter. And, of course, the Broncos Blitz presented by Bespoke Edge. Love those guys. And I've been telling you about it. Those gift cards for, well, this time of year. Bespoke Edge, a suit for work. Maybe it's a wedding. Single guys. Maybe that blazer for a date night. Tell you what. Uh, twice. Awarded Reader's Choice for Best Men's Boutique by 5280 Magazine. Great stuff over there, that custom clothier, Bespoke Edge. Want you to go check these guys out because holiday season is here. Black Friday, get those gift cards. A lot of good stuff over there, BespokeEdge.com. That's BespokeEdge.com. Love, love those guys. 